how many of you make New Year's resolutions? Any hands? Boy, you guys all know better, don't you? Wow. Well, if the statistics are to believe, be believed, almost 189 million Americans will <clears throat> do New Year's resolutions this year, or they did last year. That's about three-fourths of the population. Popular categories for the, for the uh, resolutions include becoming healthier, self-improvement, saving money, family, love, and career. And if you're going to make New Year's resolutions for 2023, which I see I don't have any takers to speak of, <clears throat> how many of you believe you'll keep your resolutions by the end of the year? That's probably why I didn't get any takers to begin with. The same statistics tell us that most people, well over half of those making the New Year's resolutions, start out believing that they'll achieve their goals. Sadly, only 9 to 12% actually keep them by the end of the year. The reasons? Well, some of them say the resolutions were unrealistic. Yeah, that's an understatement. Others say they didn't track their progress. Many people forget about their resolutions, and some say they made too many. Well, since I'm up here talking, you're probably wondering, what's my track record? Well, I can tell you this. A friend of mine in Indiana and I have been tracking some of our health and fitness goals together since 2004. We keep an Excel spreadsheet online so we can both use it and both see how we're each doing. In 19 years, neither one of us has ever achieved our goals. We may, have, we may have done part of our goals, but we've never had an overall winner. Now that said, we've just finished putting together our spreadsheets for 2023. This is our 20th year, and we're both confident, we're certain that this year we're going to do it. So as you can see, I'm an expert at New Year's resolutions, kind of like many of you are. So today I thought I'd offer four ideas for resolutions that you may wish to make. These may be important enough that we won't forget about them. The first one is, do not be afraid. Now if you were paying really close attention to the reading we just read out of the Bible, you notice that the phrase, do not be afraid, was nowhere to be found. It appeared zero times. So why is this a good place to begin our New Year's resolutions? Well, for each of the past four weeks of Advent, each one of those passages of Scripture contain the words, do not be afraid. All four, all four weeks. May I remind you of those Scriptures? You may remember when the angel of the Lord visited, appeared to Zechariah when he was in the temple. He was gripped with fear, as, as you and I might have been. <clears throat> and the angel said, do not be afraid. This is when Zechariah was told that his wife Elizabeth would bear a son to be named John that we would now know as John the Baptist. The following week we read 
how the angel of the Lord had visited Mary to tell her that she would give birth to Jesus. Naturally, she was greatly troubled by this, and the angel told her, do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. After Jesus was born, the angel of the Lord visited nearby shepherds who were keeping watch over their flocks. They were terrified, as you and I might have been. The King James Version said they were sore afraid. I always wondered what that was like. That's really terrified. But the angel of the Lord tells them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news. And finally, on Christmas Eve, the passage that we read before Jesus was born, where Joseph found out that his fiancée, Mary, was expecting. He wondered what the right thing to do would be. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. This one's particularly helpful because instead of being simply told not to be afraid because he was startled that the angel of the Lord appeared, this one, he is being told not to be afraid, something the Lord has called him to do. Something that scripture repeats like this might be something to take note of. And it says, seems that do not be afraid is a good resolution for this year. But with a disclaimer. Fear and being afraid is a gift that God gives us to warn us of danger. If you are in danger or you're in circumstances that cause you to be afraid, then by all means, get away and get help. We are not suggesting that you ignore danger or threatening threatening situations. There is a time to be afraid. But most of our fear comes from being afraid that we can't succeed, or we're afraid what others will think, or we're afraid that we might see God do something spectacular and then be terrified like shepherds. In those those cases, do not be afraid. The next New Year's resolution I would suggest for you is do not worry. Now this one we read in today's, today's scripture several times. Do not worry, it says, about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or your body, or what you will wear. Did any of you worry about life while we were locked down for the past two years? Between supply chain issues and that keep store shelves empty and dollars that keep losing value, have you been worried about groceries? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Well, I can attest that by worrying, you might actually shorten your life. A year ago, last November, I woke up in the night having a heart attack. Three days later, I had triple bypass heart surgery, and my cardiologist declared that as of that day, I was was retired. He said that the stress, anxiety, and worry of my work was a major reason for the heart attack. Not the only reason, of course. (laughs) but a big one. 
Once again, our reading today suggests that you should not worry about what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear. And the reading concludes by urging us not to worry about tomorrow. Come on, honestly, how many of us worry about the future? <laughs> Actually, I think we worry about it all the time, don't we? So here, we, here are our first two New Year's resolutions. Do not be afraid and do not worry. We find them repeated several times in Scripture, even beyond what we've read. But why does the Bible have to say it so often? Because you worry. Because you're often afraid. <clears throat> God doesn't want you to worry. He doesn't, nor does he want you to be needlessly afraid. Most of all, he wants you to trust him. Yeah, trust. That's the hard thing. Our fears and our worries betray the fact, the truth, that we don't trust God. Do you really trust him? Really? I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not very good at it either. So what's to be done? Perhaps another New Year's resolution could come to the aid. One of gratitude. Give thanks to God. Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, give thanks to God in, God in all circumstances. Wait, we're afraid, we worry, we don't trust him, so we should say thank you? Yep, <clears throat> yep. In fact, we're given three New Year's resolutions in this verse instead of just one. Rejoice always. When you're rejoicing, you can't be afraid. Pray continually. When you're praying, you can tell God your worries and give thanks in all circumstances because God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, to die on the cross and be raised to life again, all to forgive your sins so that you might experience life with him. God loves you. He truly, truly loves you. And he has forgiven you your sins. Have no doubt, God loves you. So we have three New Year's resolutions so far. Do not be afraid, do not worry, and give thanks to God. Our reading suggests one more. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. You may have heard of people who have a Bible verse that's particularly meaningful to them. Some people call it their life verse. Do you have one? If you do, after the service, I'd love to hear it. If I were to say I had a life verse, the Bible verse that keeps speaking to my life over the years, this is it. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you, or given to you as well. Don't misunderstand this verse. <coughs> God's kingdom and God's righteousness are gifts from God. These are not things we have to work for or earn. These are not things we achieve. 
These are gifts in our baptism. Almost every time that my wife and I have had a big decision to face, a decision like where to live, where to work, well, how to raise our children, I'd run into this verse again and again. We'd give God, we'd ask God to tell us whether we should make choice A or choice B, choice number one or choice number two. And we never got that kind of answer. <clears throat> Instead, we kept hearing, <coughs> seek first. If you're considering a New Year's resolution this year, perhaps you'll consider these. Do not be afraid. Do not worry. Give thanks to God and seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. But whether you set New Year's resolutions or not, and I see I've got a whole crowd of non-resolutioners, <laughs> know this. God loves you. And God has forgiven your sins through the death and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. May you and yours have a happy and very blessed new year. Amen.